Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Welcome to the C.L. Bryant Show once again, and I am C.L. Bryant, and I want to thank each and every one of you out there around America and throughout the globe for coming with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation, over Red State, Red State, the largest talk platform of conservative talk in the nation. We're the largest talk platform, period, in the nation. And if you're traveling through Times Square, hey, friends, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, about a block away from where they drop the big ball, and there you will see the talk monster billboard, the Red State talk billboard, right there in Times Square. And every hour, 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there. And old C.L.'s face looking right back at you. And I thank you so much for making the show as popular as it has become. We have today a blockbuster lineup coming up here in just a couple of minutes. In just a minute will be Mike Clark, a warfighter for us. He has worn the uniform in Afghanistan, and we want to get his perspective on what's happening now. Also, the top of the next hour, we have Mike Vaughn, the father of fallen Afghan warrior Aaron Vaughn. His mother, uh, Karen, and I, and Mike, uh, or, or, or and um, uh, are really good, good uh, Americans, and we do our best. We're good friends, and we do our best to try and. Um, hang together, or as it has been said, we will surely, Americans, hang separately. And with the lack of leadership that we're seeing, uh, it is extraordinary what is happening. And so to get an, uh, a perspective from someone who has worn the uniform, someone who is, in fact, uh, has had communique with those uh, in Afghanistan, and he's going to tell us about that. He's going to tell us how desperate it is. And then in the second hour, we're going to understand what it's like to have a son being lost in Afghanistan. And then and now we are seeing what has happened. But I want all of you to know their lives, their treasure, our treasure. I don't believe will has not been in vain. It has not. What is in vain is the outcome of this last presidential election. That's another topic. That's another time. Help me welcome to the show for the first time now, uh, I'm certain, a newfound friend, Mike Clark. He's right here in the area where I am. I'm 
uh, in Jensen Beach, and uh, Mike is right here in Florida as well. And so, Mike, welcome to the C.L. Bryan Show. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity to speak this thing today. Hey, listen, man, we got you, and I'm, I'm trying to pitching you to Hannity's uh, Linda uh, as we <laughs> as we speak. We're, we're, we're pitching you to her. And uh, we have uh, uh, Mike Karen Vaughn's husband coming on with us uh, here after you are, are on at the second hour. And we actually got him before Hannity. Hannity's going to have him later on tonight. And, of course, Hannity's been on my show. Michelle, you got to get him back, by the way. Get, get Hannity back on the show. He's been wanting to come on. I want to get you. Okay, but anyway, let's go to you, Mike Clark. Let me ask yes, you. Let me ask you this: Is it possible to describe the panic to an American what these Afghan people must be going through at this time? Tell us about that type of horror that they might be experiencing. <laughs> well, CL, I will tell you this: that uh, for the last couple of days, you know, um, we have all been very as service members that interacted with the Afghan personnel or Afghan um, uh, interpreters and contractors and workers, you know, um, it's very, very stressful right now because they are, they are locked up in their homes. Um, uh, Just this morning, one of my, uh, one of my interpreters, my, my, a young guy, um, the Taliban was beating on his door and he didn't answer the door. And he was like, I need advice. You know, when do I answer? What do I do? You know? And, and they are terrified because they don't know what they don't know what is going to uh, be the outcome of this. You know, it's like they've invaded and they're driving down the streets and and they're scared. They're very they're terrified for themselves and they're terrified for their families. Mike, you and I uh, had a chance to speak yesterday, and there was something very interesting that uh, you said in our conversation when I I mentioned that everyone from. Uh, Alexander the Great, the Italians, the Russians, and now us. We are being shooed out of Afghanistan. How is it possible, I ask you, that uh, the Afghan people have not been overcome by uh, overwhelming force that has come against them? You shared with me something I think the entire nation and even people around the globe uh, should hear. Talk to us. Um, and, uh, and that's in reference to the, uh, the, 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 the why it's been so um, hard to get everybody together, you mean, CL? That's exactly right. Yeah, so um, in our conversation yesterday, we were talking about um, some of the experiences that I have had in reference to um, getting people together. And um, what I personally found out was, was um, when I was in uh, Iraq in 07, 08, um, we had NATO forces with us, you know, um, throughout the country, and I was um, uh, pervy enough to, to be able to travel. And um, I remember um, we had, and I remember the name now, it was the Ugandan forces. So they're NATO to us. They're from Africa. Um, and their job at the time was to guard the chow halls. So when you would walk up as you're going to eat, you would have to unload your weapon, show them that you had an empty weapon, shoot into the, the, the shot barrel, and then you could enter into the chow hall. So I was based in Ramadi, out west, Fallujah and Ramadi. We did route clearance for the uh, second Marine Expeditionary Force. Um, so we were based out of there. Um, I remember I had a, um, 
a senior NCO that was going to get reenlisted. So I flew from Ramadi to Baghdad and, and, you know, interacted for a couple of days and, you know, uh, came back and, and I found that the, the guys in the, the Ugandans in, uh, in Baghdad had a lot better. So I told one of the Ugandans, I said, Hey, you know, you should try to get over to, um, to Baghdad. I said, you know, they got it a little easier. I mean, it's, you know, more populated, whatever. And he said, I can't do that, sir. And I said, well, why not? He said, because he's a different tribe and I will probably kill him. And I said, how can that be? We're NATO forces. He goes, we're NATO forces and we're all together, but he's a different tribe. I would kill him. And I just, I, I, to this day, I still don't understand, you know, how there could be that much animosity amongst, you know, that, those type of people. So it's very, very hard. So it's very tribalistic, Mike. Uh, you're saying that, that from like, for, you know, my locale. So you're saying like from here to Palm beach, uh, you can have how many different tribes of Afghans with differing, uh, opinions and differing, uh, attitudes about what it's important, what is important to them. Talk to us about that. So, um, when you have different communities or different villages, you know, you have local elders and elders are in, you know, your oldest person, your, your, your most wisest. And, you know, so everybody that is under them or family, you know, um, that are related come to him. And when it comes to um, that village, he's the one that talks about what's going to happen. So he's kind of like the mayor of that village. And the problem is, is when there's a conflict on a, or not, I'm not conflict, but a problem with another village the two elders have to come together and then they have to barter and they have to, you know, and, and the problem is, is when you have 10, 15, 20 communities, nobody has the same opinion. Do they all agree on Sharia law though? Talk to us about what drives their lunacy, what drives their madness. Why are they so foaming at the mouth appearing to me just speaking for myself why are they seeming so foaming at the mouth crazy? Talk to us. Well, that I really can't elaborate on because, you know, I was on the good side. Um, we didn't really deal a lot with Sharia law, but, you know, um, Sharia law from if you study it, you know, the women are, are second class and they don't let them go to school and they've got to be covered up and they've got to be serious. So it's, and it's very stringent. The laws, you know, if you steal something, they'll cut your hand off. If you, you know, it's very, very strict law. And we have been there 20 years and um, 20 years, we've almost harbored a whole generation. I mean, you've got kids that were born there when we got there. Now they're 20 years old. They're educated. They're living kind of the lifestyle of the Western you know, they're not covering up as much, you know, they're kind of a little bit more liberal and it's, it's going to be a culture shock if the Taliban takes back over and they go back to that type of um, uh, law. Americans think about what he's just said. Here you are, a child that's born 20 years ago when Mike was uh, over there and, you know, in, in that frame of time, 20 years up until now. And you have experienced uh, at least a breath of freedom, uh, somewhat Western, in, in, its, in the way it, it's being uh, lived. 
And now that is about to change. Mike, is that why you're receiving these kinds? You said he was a young guy that you were talking to this morning. Is he just a little over 20 or, or in his 20s? Has he experienced freedom most of the time? Talk to us. He is. Yes, he probably has. Because, you know, when his, and, and oh, I don't want to put his name out. Um, but anyways, he was probably 15 years old when I was there in 2012. And he was our um, he was our interpreter between myself and the German forces. He was he was a go-between between the two of us. Um, so I would say he's probably close to 30 now. Um, but, you know, but he was uh, he was a good kid and he's he's scared. He doesn't know what to do. He's he's in the he's in the Afghan army now. And and he is he's very, very scared of what's going to happen. You know, and I, I told him this morning. I said, have you applied for your SIV? You know, and he said, no, but I've got, you know, I worked with you. And I said, I, I know, but you can't leave the country until you apply for your SIV, you know, your, your special immigrant visa. And, and that's the only that's the only ticket out of the country right now. How did we get, in your opinion, how did we get to this point where America once again is in fact uh, not looking good in the eyes of our allies. How did this happen uh, to us? Speak to us from your point of view. I, uh, I'm at a loss for words. I really am. I, I, uh, I, I, I am really sad for the the citizens that we left behind. And you know, and again, that's against our. You know, when I I was in the military for 22 years, and when you go through basic training. You memorize and you live the warrior ethos, you know, which is I will always think about my mission first. I will never leave a comrade behind, fallen comrade or a comrade, either one. I mean, those those are the that's the creed that we live by. And when you see an instance like this, it, it, it just it boggles your mind. You have no words to explain how we got so far off the rails and 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 and, and where we're headed. I, I'm just. I'm at a loss for words, CL. I really am. When we send in uh, more troops to get people out, our embassy Americans, uh, you know, we, we don't know what, as Mike just said, we don't know how this is going to play out. When you left the military, speak to us from a soldier's point of view. What was the morale like, and what do you expect uh, still having, of course, and you still being a soldier? Uh, talk to us about what is what has changed in the morale of our men, if it has. Uh, talk to us about that. What are we ready? Are, are, tell us about the mentality of our, our forces now. Well, I, I, I retired in 2016, and. Um, during that time, 2016, you know, and I was, you know, so I was, I was, I was in Iraq. I was in, you know, and, and we had very good morale. You know, we wanted to get the bad guys. We wanted to, you know, we wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, the 9-11s don't happen to us anymore. And it was all about, you know, what we call in the engineer community, esprit de corps, you know, which means that, you know, I'll, you know, fight to the ends of the earth to make sure that America is, is, the, the best that I can do protected. And, um, and I believe it was still like that, you know, when we, when I left, you know, but what I did, what I did and I had a feeling of is some of my younger soldiers that were coming up, you know, they, um, it's, it's not that there wasn't that, 
that urgency or the, you know, because I was, like I said, I was old school, but it was, it was more, I'm going to go there and I'm going to relieve somebody so that they can come home to their family. And, you know, and that's what soldiers do. I mean, we take care of one another. It's a very close knit group, you know, politics out of the way. We just look out for one another. We make sure that as a leader, as a senior leader, to make sure that my soldiers are taken care of. I bring my soldiers home alive to their families. I mean, that is, is my is my job. Mike, I don't know if you can speak to this, but uh, I'm going to ask the question then about the introduction of race theory into our military. Does Do you see that being anything that can make our military better? Uh, I just want to hear your take on that, if you can speak to it. Well, and again, see, all this was, this was, you know, this, this race theory is, is after my time. But I know that when coming up, we were all brothers. We all bled the same. You know, I, it didn't matter what background or religion you came from, what color you were from. We were all brothers and sisters. And we looked out for one another like brothers and sisters. And that, my friends, is what soldiers do. And I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm afraid that that type of mentality, that type of culture is being assaulted. And this type of soldier that we're talking to on the phone may be among the last of his kind. We're rethinking policing in this country, redefunding them. And so surely they're coming after our military as well. Mike, I want to thank you for being on with me here today. If you had one thing or two things, whatever you want to say, I'm going to give you uh, the last couple of minutes here to say them. What would you like to talk about? What would you like to plug on the air? What would you like to bring our attention to? Speak to us. God bless America. Please, everybody, just God bless America. I mean, we have to get back on track. And how we do it, I have no idea. But we definitely have to, you know, we that flag in America is everything that we have. And we have to fight, fight to the death for it. Mike, uh, from the words of a warrior and from the mouth of a warrior, uh, we thank you uh, that, that you have been one. You have been a warrior and that you're encouraging others to stand and fight for a land that is worth fighting for. It's our homeland. There is, we have nothing else. I don't care where you're from. If you were born here, and even if you're naturalized here, this is what you have. Defend it, because if she goes away, if America goes away, she will not return. Mike, God bless you, and God keep you, man. You're exactly right. You're exactly right, Seal, because... You know what? I actually am. I'm, I was born in Canada, and I was raised here, and I would die for this country. Mike, you've proven it, and we thank you for it. Listen, God bless you, you, and God keep you, man. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are. I'll talk to you soon, Mike Clark. Thank you for, thank you for the opportunity, and God bless America.
I'm CL. This is the CL Brian Show, and that was Warfighter Mike Clark. And Mike, uh, thank you for being on with us. And we're going to have him back. Michelle, going to have him back uh, soon as we want to see how this develops. We may have a million people coming into America. No, not from the southern borders. We, I think there's a million already come in over the southern borders. But hey, we could have a million more coming into America from Afghanistan. Oh, my friends, what interesting times we live in. You know it's true. We live in interesting times. In fact, that's an old Chinese proverb and some people say it's an old chinese curse it goes may you live in interesting times and so here we are the chinese are certainly viable and so my friends um what's it gonna be dangerous freedom or peaceful slavery you can have it either way i'll be back in just a little bit with more of the C.L. Bryant Show, don't you go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State, Red State Talk, Talk Radio, Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That- you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the app store. For your CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation. Coming up at the top of the hour will be uh, Mike Vaughn. And um, i got to tell you something. Um, Today, I I want you all to just reflect on the last 20 years. Where were you? What have you done? Where have you been? What's been going on in your lives? What's been going on in the lives of those who we don't see, um, we hear about them. The world's become a small place because of these supercomputers that we hold in the palms of our hands. But we really don't know what, how different. You really, unless you travel outside of the, the country, unless you've traveled outside of the country. And, and having gone on missionary journeys uh, myself uh, to the Middle East and down into Brazil, uh, I, I, I want you... To, to know this, if you don't know it, you are blessed to be here. You are blessed to be here. So we're going to have Billy uh, on with us uh, here at the top 
of the uh, next hour. His son, along with um, others in that chopper that went down the Chansey River uh, Valley. You know, Mike and those who made it back, Mike Clark and those who made it back, they certainly gave some. They gave some more than many of us who haven't worn the uniform gave. But then there's some who gave all. And Aaron Vaughn, uh, Karen Vaughn's son, Mike, uh, Billy, Billy Vaughn's son, he gave all. It's plain way. His, 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 his craft was shot down from the sky. And, and friends, uh, that, was, that was treasure. That was treasure that we lost. And, 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 and now you have on the lips of Americans who that treasure was lost for. You have on the lips of Americans. We wasted our time over there. Well, you know what? We should have been gone a year after we ran the Taliban away. That's who we were after. And we vanquished them. Oh, the things we should have done. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. America, do you realize that's where you are right now? You are in a state of... And and what's so terrible about it? What's so terrible about what we are experiencing now is this. Think about it. I I ran this down to you yesterday. I got to run it down to you again because even those of you listening around the globe, I know I have servicemen who listen to this show. Let me listen. What is it? Eight months? Nine months? Let's say 10. Think back 10 months ago. We were not having this problem. We were not having this problem. Uh, the, the, The southern border was not being overrun. No, it was not. The person who came up with the shot that all of you are poking, who who spurred them on to come up with a vaccine for for this uh, coronavirus, this COVID-19, that they're encouraging all of you to poke into yourselves. Well, the one, the the person... They're, glor- they're singing the praises of a vaccine that Joe Biden had nothing to do with. And the hypocrisy of all of this is absolutely stifling. Absolutely stifling. How they are able to play both sides of the... <laughs> Of the coin. They 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 are on they want to be both they want to be both sides of the they want to be the heads and the tails. They are the tails. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, they are, but somehow they are uh, making you believe that somehow they're the, they, they had to. <laughs> how did how did Warnock and Ossoff get into the Senate, Georgia? They're making you believe they're the heads, but those guys are the tails. Yeah. They've always, listen, as far as Joe Biden is concerned, Joe Biden has not been right on a a foreign policy issue in his entire career. He's always been wrong, wrong, wrong. And yeah, if I can believe anything, this sounds like something Joe Biden would do. Yeah, it sounds like something Joe Biden would do. So they may not be letting him call the shots as far as what goes on in the White House, but they decided to let him have free hands on what goes on in Afghanistan because it sounds exactly like something he would do. This is the kind of debacle that only blundering Joe can do. Even Obama said these words, hey, if if it can be messed up, and I don't think he used that messed up, if it can be messed up, uh, Joe can do it. And friends, if our aircraft, our guns, our information most likely, if that can be botched and left in the hands of a re-emerging Taliban and Al-Qaeda, if that can be done as stupidly as inept as it has been done, Joe can do it. So I think they're not letting him handle White House affairs and, and national affairs, but they're letting Joe handle <laughs> They're letting Joe handle Afghanistan. And and it seems like they're letting him do it because only he can mess it up this bad. Obama said it himself. If you can be messed up, Joe can do it. It's time for both of them to resign. Yeah, Joe and his Kamala, they both need to resign. Nancy Pelosi won't do it, most likely, unless she sees a viable option. And that option's gone. uh, Andrew, Andrew Cuomo is gone. He's not in the equation anymore. And there's no one really to replace Joe because everybody knows that Kamala is not fit for office either. We haven't heard from either one of them, actually, have we? We heard some rambling idiocy on the the, the television yesterday from Joe Biden. And you haven't heard a peep out of Kamala, have you? Huh? Think about it. Have you heard a peep out of Kamala Harris? 
No, you haven't heard a peep from her. And you just barely heard anything from Joe Biden yesterday. And everything he wanted you to believe is absolutely, they're lies. It's true. President Trump most likely should not have released 5000 uh, in a deal uh, from uh, in the prison there. That, that really did set a stage. But Trump would have exited differently. Trump's exit was going to be conditional. They had to do something, and we'll have to do something. Okay, you do this, I'll do that. That's a little give and take. That's the way it's supposed to go, right? That's the way all uh, relationships are supposed to go, right? little give and take so joe biden just just gave yeah that's he just what think about it what did what are we getting out of this I tell you what we're getting out of this. We're going to get about a million more refugees from Afghanistan here in this country. And the American worker, let me tell you something. You, uh, you are in serious. You're in deep pookie. Oh, my goodness. You're in deep, deep doo-doo. Let me tell you why you're, 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 you're there. Because... First of all, in America, taxpayer, you better hear me. We're already headed toward an incredible recession period. The, the, the inflationary period is going to be incredible. The dollar is going to be devalued. I recommend, uh, in fact, I might as well take my own advice. You better get into gold or silver if you can because the American dollar is about to go nowhere yeah it's about to go nowhere the american dollar is about to be so devalued the american worker right now you may be making uh the 15 dollar uh, an hour wage or whatever it is is minimum wage somewhere it's not going to last it, it, the $15 may hold out for you because it's law now, and that's, that's the minimum wage unless they change it. But whoever you are, you may be going back to work. It's not going to last because the businessman's not going to be able to sustain the shrinking dollar. He's not going to be able to, to sustain himself on the shrinking dollar. It buys less. It buys less beef. Have you seen the price of beef? Have you seen that? The price of beef is incredible. You go in and buy a steak prepared for you now, you'd be prepared to pay at least $60 for that, st- for that steak. I imagine you can go to Golden Corral and get theirs, you know. But if you're going into a nice steakhouse, if you're going to a steakhouse, if you're going to a, middle, a mid, mid-range steakhouse, you're going to pay for your, your steak. You're paying for chicken now. <laughs> that, that is amazing. The price of pork is off the chain. I, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, and I want to thank I want to thank Leanne for uh, bringing me. I don't think I did. I want to thank Leanne for uh, bringing uh, Mike Clark uh, to me. She introduced us, uh, and I, I thank her for that. Um, 
But friends, I, I, I was I was talking I was talking to her, to her the other day, and and we were talking the other day, and I was saying uh, that poor people. I don't see. I, I don't see how, um, because even even the the the, the EBT cards they buy less, huh? They buy less food, and and if you're paying with cash, you, you can't you can't. The dollar's shrinking, and the food is more. The dollar's shrinking, the food's more. The dollar's shrinking, the food. Uh, it has to be more because it takes more to bring it to you. And then we're not energy independent anymore that we were just 10 months ago. Where are we? We're not. We're not energy independent. You know what? 10 months ago, in fact, seven months ago, we had something called the XL pipeline going through America. And Canada was happy, we were happy, and people were working, and the sun was shining on the America. That's gone. Afghanistan is bubbling over. The southern border is being overrun. The dollar is shrinking. And we're about to have an influx of Afghan refugees who will further crowd the job market. And you, American worker, oh, you had better wish you had gone back to work and gotten gotten a hold of that job because if you're if you're holding out because of this Corona thing. Guess what? Look at your television. Look at it. Look at the television. I'm sure something about Afghanistan is on there right now. If you get a chance, check out your 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 supercomputer in your hand, that iPhone or whatever that that device you may have in your hand, your Samsung, whatever it might be in your hand. Check it out. Look at the crowds of Afghanis, Afghani people there in Afghanistan fleeing the terror of the Taliban. Uh, look at their faces. What do you not see? You don't see mask. You don't see mask. Look at the people invading our southern borders. Look at their faces when they're coming across the border. What do you not see? See, you don't see mask, and they are here. They have arrived here, and soon the Afghanistan people, the the, the refugees, they're the legitimate refugees. We should have saved room for them instead of letting all these people from everywhere south of the border coming through everywhere south of the border, even from places as far away as Africa uh, coming to the South, South American, Central America, coming there uh, and then coming on up into America. 
We have people from all over the world who want to get in here illegally. And guess what? They're coming in illegally. And we're not saving that room for the Afghanistan people who are going to be coming here as refugees, legitimate refugees invited here. And we actually know who these, at least I hope, we know who these people are coming from that region of the world. Don't we think we need to know who these people are coming from Afghanistan or anywhere? And we know who the people are coming in from Sweden, unless there's some Swedish people coming across the border down at the southern border. Or maybe they're coming across in Mexico. I don't know. I mean, in Canada, in Canada, I don't know. But hey, friends, let me tell you this. You think that the, the, the Democrats are not going to use this opportunity to fan the flames of COVID over you? You better believe they are. They're going to fan the flames of COVID everywhere they possibly can. And they're going to use these folks coming in from everywhere, including Afghanistan, to fan those flames. You're never, if they have their way, if we don't vote this mess out, if we don't vote back in sensibility, are you hearing me? If we don't vote back in sensibility and cause Joe Biden to be 25th amended to, 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 uh, to inst- institute, uh, to initiate the 25th amendment, we need to enact it. On Joe Biden or he needs to resign because the man is not fit to lead. He is not up to the task and he's he's using all of these 1935 phrases from Harry Truman and uh, uh, 45 phrases from Harry Truman. The buck stops here. No, it doesn't, Joe. You're not in charge of anything. The buck stops with the people who are in charge. When it comes to the C.L. Bryant show, the buck stops here. I'm in charge of this. When it comes to the C.L. to to BMG, uh, the buck stops here. I'm in charge of that. And, 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 And Joe, you're not in charge of anything. And the, even 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 the the buck stops here. Somebody told you to say it. In fact, I heard somebody say it right before you came on and said it. You're a national disgrace, and you need to resign. And I need all of you all of you people out there across across the country and around. I need you to sign on to this. Joe Biden needs to go. He needs to uh, all of and listen, I hear my words parroted on shows that I listen to uh, that I know the host of those shows. They listen to the CL Bryant show. They hear me. Their people do for sure. I hear it parroted, and you're going to hear this, what I'm saying now, to be parroted around the country from this. You, you heard it here. Joe Biden needs to resign. Let's call for Joe 
Biden and Kamala, and his Kamala. Let's call for Joe Biden and his Kamala's rep, uh, resignation. Let's 25th act uh, Joe Biden and let's get the resignation of Kamala Harris because she's not fit to lead either. And no, she's not. Joe Biden resigned. Just, just, just resign. Just say, hey, look, I'm tired. I, I, I'm tired. I don't want to do it no more. And Kamala, I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting that you leave with me. Exit stage right. Bye. But then that does leave Nancy, doesn't it? But then we only have less than, well, a little over a year before we get rid of her, too. So it might be just worth uh, the wait to see how that comes out. But he can make such a mess in that period of time. I'm CL. Don't you go anywhere. The CL Bryant Show will return. After these words. But I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying... Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and stand we also have the phone apps in the app store. Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. I want to thank you so much for coming along. And uh, hey, throughout the Fruited Plains and around the globe, the CL Bryan Show is live and on the airways. Thank you uh, so much to Red State Talk Radio for inviting us into their family, the CL Bryant Show, BMG, into their their family. And um, hey, you're going to be on the on the road here pretty soon, up in New Hampshire. Um, I see that uh, Leanne booked me for uh, a thing up in New Hampshire, and all my friends at Freedom Works. We are going to um, be there with you. In New Hampshire, that's the live free or die state. And we're going to be bringing it to you, taking it to the streets of New Hampshire, taking it to the people of New Hampshire. And, uh, of course, uh, wanting our, um, our, our message of uh, building, uh, educating, building, and mobilizing the largest grassroots organization in the nation to be heard it is necessary that you go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org. Go there and become a part of uh, one of the nation's largest, if not the largest, um, organi- um, grassroots organization in the country, FreedomWorks. 
Freedom Works. Been hanging around with them now for about 12 years, and um, it has been a great relationship, a marriage, actually, that uh, has worked out uh, for 12 years. And, uh, in fact, our marriage has lasted a lot longer than that a lot of it, that most marriages last in these days. I think the average marriage these days is, what, about two and a half, three years. That's the average length of a marriage in America today, two and a half, three years. Yeah. And uh, so it's just, I don't know, just people don't know how to do it. Man, there is a method. There's a method to doing it. And that's uh, a partnership. You have to be a partner. And folks, we, FreedomWorks and I have been partners over um, many, many, many years now, 12 years. Uh, Adam Brand and I both uh, were, well, I was, I was a little bit heavier. I was, much, I was a little bit heavier. And Adam was skinny. But now Adam's much heavier and I'm skinny. And so, and so um, it has changed around. But both of us have grown a little longer in the tooth. And uh, shout out to Freedom Works and my friends there at the organization. Folks up in New Hampshire will be coming up that way uh, pretty soon. I just got the notification of that booking from um, Leanne and Kaylee uh, that that's where we'll be going. I'll be giving out the dates and all of that uh, to you coming up on the other side of the break. Uh, the top of the news hour will be Billy Vaughn, the father of fallen warfighter Aaron Vaughn and it and uh, we thank uh, God for families like all of our um, angel families uh, we thank God for your sacrifice as well and so uh, we want to hear from Billy on, on and get his perspective I know it's going to be off the chain I know it will be uh, I'm going to get Billy's perspective on um, being a parent who did, in fact, lose a child in Afghanistan and then to see the turnabout of events that we're seeing now, I think it'll be interesting to have his perspective. Got to be interesting. But keep in mind that he is a parent who did indeed lose his son, a father, who did indeed lose his son in Afghanistan. I only have one son myself. And um, I cannot, uh, in fact, I don't even want to think about um, losing a son. Uh, my son, I, can't, I cannot even imagine it. You know, it is unimaginable. And so, and so, and I beg um, God's grace and blessing and mercy on all of us who have our children and, and pray that they will not wind up. And you know what? That's where this is headed, see. Um, the, 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 the Afghanistan thing, as I, as I pointed out, the Afghanistan thing, Alexander the Great tried to take him down. The Italians tried to take him down. Yeah. The Russians tried to take him down. And, hey, guess what? We took him down. And now we're letting him up again. Joe Biden, Joe Biden's letting them up again. One thing you uh, know about um, the Irish in America is that when they got a, an enemy down, they, they kick him, kick him. I have a little bit of that 
around, hanging around. And that's maybe where, you know, I don't know, get an enemy down, you kick it. An enemy, you get an enemy down, you kick it. America, uh, going back to Theodore Roosevelt, you, you, you walk softly but carry a big stick. In case your enemy wants to try and take you down, you have to get him down and then hit him with the big stick. We had him down. We had Afghanistan subdued. We had the Chinese on the the leash. They were not acting crazy when President Trump was at the helm, legitimately at the helm. Neither were the Iranians. And 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 the Mexican the, the, the southern border and uh, the Mexicans were even cooperating with us on the southern border. We had it in check. All of this chaos that is ensuing right now ensued legitimately under Sleepy Joe Biden's watch. And you know what? That's the best name for him because where is he? Somewhere taking a nap in the middle of all of this? Didn't hear from him for three, maybe four days on this Afghanistan debacle and everybody that he sends out to tell us their side of the story on it sounds like absolute looney tune people. I just cannot stomach what's happening here. And you Americans, you, you shouldn't be stomaching this malady either. It's a sickness that's taking over the whole country. And you know what? I'm going to talk about this after the top of the hour. After Billy's been on with it, after Billy Vaughn is, 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 uh, is off with me, after Billy goes off, I'm uh, going to talk to you about uh, where, where this really does lead, lead every one of us. It's going to leave us up, up the creek without a paddle. You watch. We're going to be unless now the only the only outcome now I don't want to I don't want to sound like the total pessimist, but it's a pessimistic type of situation that we're in right now, America. It really is. It's a pessimistic type of situation that we're in right now. And you better understand something that you got to re- understand the reality of it before you can make it better. The the reality is dark. But there's a bright side. Oh, there's a bright side. The bright side is, is that you have people who are willing, able, and ready to change this around. And I hope that you are among them. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm hoping that you are among them. You remember that old sign? Of course, you might have to be my age or older. I don't know. uh, To remember this old sign. It says, Uncle Sam wants you. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road, boys. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.
Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. the fluted plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story still the world has ever known, but it is up to you and I to be the frontline defenders of her now and friends as I have over and over. If America goes away, she will not return. Are you hearing me? She will not return. It is time now to defend her. All of us know that some uh, gave all to this country. And all of them who have worn this uniform of ours, the United States uniform, they gave some. But what we are having with us here today, the man that we are having with us today is someone who uh, we all should greatly admire, respect for his perspective, and for his frontline stand along with his wonderful wife, Karen Vaughn, friends of the show, friends of mine. I thank Karen for being with us back when Pete Hexeff and us was, uh, Ayla, Ayla Brown was on the tour there with uh, veterans uh, for America, for this country. And uh, that's where we met. That's been many years ago. And they have been guests on this show many times. And Billy Vaughn is a gold star father of Special Operations Chief Navy SEAL Aaron Vaughn, who gave his life or his life was taken, uh, but he gave it willingly for his country in uh, Afghanistan. He is the author of Betrayed, the shocking true story of extortion, 17, as told by a Navy SEAL's father. And he is now... Uh, promoting the story and pushing the story and letting all of us know the story of uh, Fallen Angel, the new movie that will shed light on what has really happened, what really happened to his son's helicopter. And uh, folks, uh, I encourage you to hear, listen to what Billy's going to have to say to us. Billy, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? I'm doing good, Mr. Bryant. How are you doing? I am doing fantastically well, and I want to thank you for coming on uh, with us and be sure to give Karen our love. And, Billy, drop that Mr. Bryant stuff. I'm CL with you, man. Come on here now. Uh, <laughs> listen, right. Billy, talk, right, to, Billy, talk to us from a father's perspective. Uh, what are you feeling uh, when you're watching the images on our televisions now with this Afghanistan debacle? Uh, so, see, you know, I, you know, I just don't think, uh, I don't know how to say it in the American language. I just don't think we have words strong enough to uh, describe the catastrophic events unfolding in Afghanistan. And, you know, let me just remind folks real quickly, we watched this under the Obama administration when, when we lost Iraq. 
And, uh, you, you know, Karen and I sat home that day, and we went to bed early that night because we could remember in Iraq, Aaron uh, sending us pictures and talking to us from some of the places that fell to ISIS on that day. And, uh, you know, it was just so sad because not just him, so many thousands of others had done so much in Iraq and, and thought they were doing the right thing for the Iraqi people and certainly for the American citizens in our way of life. And now as we see here in Afghanistan, a much, much graver picture. We actually see us fleeing the scene after 20 years. I mean, we are fleeing. There's, there's no way to describe, uh, for me, uh, and I believe other Americans, what is taking place here. And, and you know, the thing is, this is not all our war fighters. We have the greatest military the world has ever seen. But what we have is jellyfish, spineless politicians, and a lot of senior military leadership who are politicians uh, who, who, um, who don't have our warriors' backs. And, you know, we have warriors that can go out every night and crush the enemy. And, you know, our country still loses the war. And it's is so embarrassing what we have done to the Afghan people. We've given them a country that is not safe to live in. It is so embarrassing. It is uh, what we've done yeah. before the world. I, I just go ahead, CEO. I'm just blabbering on. Uh, you no, go ahead no. Billy, Billy, uh, you have every right. And Americans hear him because this administration, the leadership, this was Billy's pointing out to you, the leadership in this country right now who is directing our military. It is a national disgrace what is going on here right now. The outrage should be felt by every American. And yes, Billy, there is no words. Tell us about your new movie that's coming out. Uh, tell us about Fallen Angel. What are you, what's the genesis of it? Uh, what story is it telling? Talk to us. So, so it's not Karen and I's movie. It, it, was, it was done by... Carl Horseman with Triple Horse Studios and uh, Stephen Spivey. Uh, they are the producers, but Karen and I are interviewed in the movie, in the film. Just It's a documentary, docudrama, just as uh, our two daughters are. And it is about exposing uh, a lot of the things that were in the cover-up. One, one big one, by the way, if anybody saw the, the Pentagon press conference yesterday, uh, with Gary Reed on it there, who didn't seem to have much information about what was going on when asked about the people falling from the aircraft and all that kind of stuff. He works for the Pentagon. I don't know how hard it is for the Pentagon to get information about what's going on on the ground, but it's sure is a sad thing. But he, he was the man who testified at the hearing in uh, 2014, February 27, 2014, who said there was no black box on extortion one seven, even though General Bradley Cole, uh, the helicopter expert who led the investigation, said the black box was washed away in the flood. The Pentagon said the, uh, that it was washed away in the flood. They carried that narrative for three years. The Pathfinder commander said it was the only helicopter they hadn't got a black box off of in all the crashes in Afghanistan. And, uh, uh, but Reed said, and then Reed comes out that day and says, well, there was no black box on it. Well, in this documentary, there will be two pilots testifying, witnessing, who flew Extortion 17 at different times, and both of them will talk about the black box that was on that chopper. One of them, within a week of the time it was shot down, talks about the black box. The black box was taken. 
And Extortion 1-7, for those of you who don't know, Extortion 1-7 is the chopper that Aaron Vaughn was being transported in when it went down. And there is a cloud. Americans, there is a cloud around this. And Fallen Angel is the movie we hope will expose that. Billy, let me ask you this. How did we get to this point in Afghanistan? How do we get here? How do we get this? Yeah, so... you know, this is, you know, Phil, I'm, I'm, I imagine you think exactly the same way I do on this. It, this is bigger and worse than I ever thought. But watching what happened in the eight years of the Obama-Biden administration in Afghanistan and the way it was going and the way that we refused to let our warriors win, uh, we, lost, we lost the war before this week. But the way that we have left this is unimaginable. But... But, you know, we tied the hands of our warfighters. We saw the death rates skyrockets. We had, we had the, the uh, uh, strategy of winning hearts and minds, and that's what we were told. That's what we were told by Admiral Robert Harward when uh, they debriefed us in, in uh, Virginia Beach on, at uh, Little Creek Base in October 2011. The strategy that we wanted to use was to win the enemy's hearts and minds. Well, we see today how that's working out. We see exactly today how that's working out, how it's working out for Afghans people, for, Af- for Afghan people, for for women, for anybody, anybody that blood and treasure from the United States was shed for over in Afghanistan. We see how this is working out for them. And we got there. We got there because of political correctness, which, by the way, comes from Marxism. And we got there by using Islamic uh uh, advisors, can you imagine in World War II if we used Nazi advisors to tell us how to fight the war? <laughs> how we ended up in World War II? That's well, that's what we've done in Afghanistan. We've let the uh, Islamists tell us how to fight the war, how to reach out uh, to the Taliban, and we see where it's gotten us. And uh, I, 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 one thing, see all that people need to understand: this is not just Afghanistan, folks. I'm telling you right now, this president, his administration, will not protect the American people. We're already hearing today now that the threat for terrorism is bigger. Do not expect this administration to protect us against anything. What you do expect is for them to insult anybody who questions them, for them to blame somebody else. And can you believe Biden yesterday insulting the Afghan people and uh, not taking any responsibility on their own? Folks, we're on our own in this country until we get rid of this administration. Billy, that is the remedy for uh, what's going on. We, get, we, we have to take the reins of our power. We lend them our power. And, we, and, and listen, David Copperfield, the greatest magician that I've ever seen on, in Las Vegas, he could not have deceived uh, people looking at him as much as we have been deceived by these folks who are in Washington, D.C., the blinders are being taken off by people like Billy Vaughn, Karen Vaughn. Red State Talk Radio is the largest talk platform in the country. Tune us in every day. And let me tell you something. You had better wake up or America will go away. And if she goes away, she ain't coming back. Okay? So this right. is our last dish ever. Go ahead, Billy. No, you're right. I was just agreeing with you. Sorry, buddy. You you are so right. I mean, this is it, man. Uh, this this is it. Uh, uh, there's no place to go if we lose America. And, uh, and with the leadership that we have, they're betraying us. They're feeding us an excrement sandwich. 
and uh, and telling us it's prime rib, and then if we don't like it, you know, it's our fault, and and you know, we just uh, we we we've got to take the reins back. It's, it has to be done. There's too much been spent, too much blood. And treasure been spent for this country for us to let it go. Away. Amen to that. And he wrote a book. It's called Betrayed, the shocking true story of extortion 1-7 as told by a father. Billy, that word betrayed. And that, before we get to, uh, after we get betray- through through this, uh, the, you're telling us about uh, your book that you have written. You also, you and Karen uh, and many uh, warfighter fathers and mothers that I talk to around the country, they use the term war fighter. Is our nation being taken over by uh, people who are social workers and don't understand the warrior mentality that it takes to maintain a nation, to keep us safe from the enemies outside? Don't they understand what is necessary in, in any nation for it to remain secure as a war fighter? Talk to us about that word. Well, Okay, see, oh, that's an excellent point. And, you know, um, I'm a believer, and uh, and you are, and, and you know, we, we see a lot of times words get, words get changed, words become meaning mem- uh, many different things, and it's kind of, kind of that way. That's why I said I'm a believer. Yes, I'm a Christian believer. Amen. But, uh, you know, you see, a lo- you, you see a lot of people uh, today that, uh, that, generally call themselves such and such, one being Christians, and I, and I, I don't want to get into that, but it's become a general word. And and so I specify when somebody asks me about that, what that means to me to be a Christian, and it means that I believe, uh, you know, in the saving power of Jesus Christ, and, and that's where my salvation comes from. That's specific. That is specific. I wasn't born a Christian. I'm, I don't, you know, it's not that I live in a Christian country or anything. It's personal to me. So, so, what has happened with the warrior and the war fighter? You hear the the country today describing all kinds of people as warriors. There are warriors for so many different causes. There are people who are called warriors that don't have anything to do with fighting on the battlefield uh, and with you know risking their lives out there. So uh, a lot of people in in the military community and and in in our you know it just. We've become specific about that. When you talk about a warfighter, that's a man who's, or a woman who's going out in the dark, and, and they're facing the enemy, and they're fighting the enemy in, in a violent way, in, in, a, in a violent way, not, you know, not on the Internet, not down in the basement, not, or anything else, else like this. There is violence taking place so that we can sleep peacefully in our beds at night. And uh, that's that's how I describe a warfighter. And by the way, Aaron was one of those before he came became a seal. It was in his heart, in his blood, and 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 uh, he became a seal. Uh, when he became a seal, he began to put that into practice what he really was uh, as a boy growing up. And so that's what we mean by warfighter. At and, least me. And all of you around the country, around the globe, who's listening to this show, and we thank all of you for coming along with us over the largest talk platform. In America, Red State Talk Radio Daily. You are hearing exactly where Aaron Vaughn got that warrior spirit. And hey, you've heard Karen on here many times as well. You know where he got it from just listening to his dad. Hey, you know what? You wrote the book, Betrayed. From what you've just told us, there's no doubt that you must feel that way. All of us do. But you must feel it really, really close because you you gave the last 
Your son gave the last full measure of devotion to his nation, and you lost your son. So tell us about that feeling of betrayal. I'd say real quickly. Right now, with what's happened in Afghanistan, I believe we've all been betrayed. I believe any citizen, any veteran that loves this country uh, has been betrayed by by politician generals and admirals, by politicians on both sides of the aisle who have used this as a political football for 20 years. I believe we've been betrayed. But but the book is the betrayal of the men on Extortion 1-7 that night. Uh, you know, these men, SEALs, Navy SEALs, they do what they do because they've been trained to be the best. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, and they've been equipped to be the best. And they, they were given ways and means to fight so that even though what they did was probably the most dangerous that any of our warfighters do, uh, we didn't lose too many of them because of the way they, they took the fight to the enemy. But because of the rules of engagement, because of the ways that uh, politician generals and admirals went along with it, we actually betrayed those warfighters that night. And not just them, by the way. Many, many thousands of others in Afghanistan were betrayed by the people in high places who were sworn by the Constitution to have their backs and who they depended on to have their backs. I asked Aaron one time, I said, son, how do you do what you do? He said, dad, they won't let me die. Well, they did. They did. They did let them die that night because they didn't give the people who had the air support that night the opportunity to take out the enemy before the chopper came in. So they did let them die by not allowing our warfighters to defend themselves and defend others. And, and you know, I'll tell you, Seal, I believe this is an opinion just coming from an American citizen. I believe that's one reason why we have such a high suicide rate among our veterans in this country today is because they saw so much war and so much they could have done for the brothers and sisters, but politicians held them back and wouldn't let them do it. You know, Billy, I want to switch, uh, uh, not really switch topics, but blend blend this into our conversation. You pointed out, uh, rightly so, that both of us are believers uh, in the, the saving power of, of Jesus Christ. His blood uh, shed for us, and uh, the only thing you have to do is receive it. Many people, I want you to elaborate again and, and, and expand upon that even. Many people don't understand that uh, God uh, has always uh, shown that he wants his nation, Israel, uh, defended. And America, being a Judeo-Christian nation, God wants this nation defended as well. But there are some who, who, who have problems with the way you and I think about defending our nation. You put it so great that we, we must have men and women who go out in the dark of night to defend our rights. Billy, go ahead and elaborate on that for us a little bit further, if you will. Yeah, so, so uh, I'll give you an, uh, an example of when, when Aaron was alive and Aaron was was uh, a Navy SEAL, and, and, and if you might say he was he was an, he was an extreme warfighter, the Navy SEALs, and, and uh, my son-in-law and my oldest daughter were actually worship leaders in our church. And, you know, uh, God's kingdom, the Christian kingdom, absolutely has both, both, both extremes, because, you know, 
one is not complete without the other. The kingdom is not complete. And I believe I believe the Lord showed that, as you mentioned a while ago, in the nation of Israel with King David. Uh, you know, there God said he was a man after his own heart. I, you may uh, show me where I'm wrong, but I, I don't believe that the Lord ever said that about anything else in his word. Yet, if we read the Bible at all, or if we listen to Bible stories, we know how fierce a warrior that King David was and, and what he did for the nation of Israel. So uh, our God, I believe, I'm not a theologian, but I believe our God requires of us all things from one end of the, one end of the, the spectrum to bowing down to him in worship all the way to the other end uh, in defending those who are innocent, those who cannot defend themselves against evil. Because we know that evil ultimately comes from Satan. It comes from wickedness in high places. And, uh, but but it, is, it is carried out on earth through uh, wicked men and women, and it has to be dealt with. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't know any other way to say it, uh, that if we allow it, we'll be overrun by evil. I mean, if you look even at things like abortion and things like that, that, that we as the church have uh, not stood strongly against in the beginning. And look where we are now. Just look where we are with that. Um, we've been passive against it, so to speak. And uh, if, if we're passive against all things, all evil will take us over. I know I'm, I know I'm going everywhere. No, no, that, no. But, uh, you're absolutely uh, right because what you're saying, Billy, I, I totally agree with you. What what uh, you're saying is look look around you, folks. Look at your streets in America. You don't have to look at the chaos that's going on in Afghanistan. Look at the people who are smashing windows and robbing stuff, going in live in broad daylight and taking things out of stores in America. Look around you. There has to be law. There has to be order. And I think it's Romans 13 that tells us that there must be law. There, all power is given from above. It's given law and order, and it has to be maintained. Aaron Vaughn gave his life. And, and yes, there was a betrayal of those men, and the stories are not being told straight about what happened to those men. There was a betrayal, and, and yes, Billy's right. All of us are being betrayed by what's going on in Afghanistan. You're being betrayed by what's going on in the streets of America. Wake up. Billy Vaughn, I want to thank you, man. For everything that you do, and one last question for you, I've asked uh, nearly everybody's been on the show. Hannity, everybody. In fact, I hear you going on Hannity tonight. You tell, you tell Sean, you tell Linda. No, on, Sean, on the radio. You yeah, tell, you fine. tell Linda when you when you when Linda brings you on, you tell her that ha ha CL got him first. I go I go on often, and uh, <laughs> I'll tell her. Uh, but I'm gonna tell her you told me. Tell to her to tell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all y'all tune in to my good friend Sean Hannity, and as you know, I'm I'm, I'm a regular I'm a regular on Sean. Mike's going to be on with uh -huh. Sean uh, here today. Tell us, uh, Mike, your about legacy. When uh, you and Karen are sitting there rocking in the great state of Florida, where I have joined you now, I'm up, up beach from you just a little bit. I'll I'll you know, talk to you. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, the Republic, yeah, the Republic of Florida. Thing. Yes, indeed. Yeah, the Republic yes, of Florida. indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So when y'all are sitting there rocking and looking off into the sunset, reflecting back on your life, tell us about legacy. What would you want us to say about the work that the two of you and that you have done? Well, so um, let me just tell you quickly, 
Anyway, that gives me an opportunity to tell you about Operation 300. Our family started that organization. Actually, it was my oldest daughter's vision, and uh, she and I co-founded Operation 300. Uh, and it's in, in, obviously in the honor of uh, Aaron Vaughn. And uh, we bring in little boys and little girls, and we do uh, extreme adventure camps for them uh, where they're where they uh, are paired with a male mentor who does things with them their dad would have done, fish, uh, shoot, sail, uh, archery, and camp, and stuff like that. And uh, we bring kids in from all over the country at no expense, all over the country at no expense. And uh, uh, we do those camps, we 30 to 40 kids at a time, and uh, we're doing four camps this year. We, we were doing seven before COVID, but that is one thing. That's in, that's in Aaron's honor, and, and it is also to honor the little boys, little girls, and the widows who had no decision in what happened with their uh, husbands or, or wives in, in many ways, and, and to, to honor those Gold Star children and Gold Star families. Now, folks, and, I want uh, you to know thing, this. They're, they're, folks, uh, I want you to know this. That's not, that's not a cost to the children that's coming, but there is a cost somewhere, right. and I need you to yeah. tell us how yeah, to sure. help uh, you. I need you to tell us. How you you got a large audience now. You need to tell us how to help you okay. uh, help them. Okay, so uh, things that we're always looking for in Operation 300 are two things. We're looking for, obviously, money and volunteers. You can go to Operation300.com. You can see how to become a volunteer at Operation 300. Just because you are a woman, I said it was men, but we, you know, CL, nothing can run without women. Nothing That's right. Can work without That's right. Women. Amen. We have tons of women volunteers who do their part, and uh, and then obviously we have a place there where you can donate on Operation 300. And, and but before you do, you go and look at the information that we have, why it was founded, what we do, and and those kind of things, because. Uh, uh, we take it very seriously that we operate with integrity, and um, and so that that's that. The other thing is this: is um, we have a name to honor, and that is the name that my family gave me, the Vaughn name that's been passed down uh, to my kids, and and uh, especially our our son who's gone on to be with the Lord. So in everything that Karen and I do, and I, and you know I know we fail miserably. First of all, we want to honor Jesus. We want to honor God, who, by the way, loved my son more than I ever could. He loved him more than I'm ever capable of. And I trust that, and I believe that. And uh, we want to honor our family and honor our country. And those are the three things Aaron lived for, too. Uh, God, family, and country. And, you know, I believe uh, if we as Americans can, can do those things, God can bless our country, you know? What a legacy uh, to leave behind. And... Uh, uh, Billy, I want to say, continue to fight the good fight. I want to thank you for coming on. Michelle, uh, we got to have Billy on uh, as this thing uh, progresses uh, in Afghanistan. And I definitely want to pr- promote the film, put it up on our site as well. And sh- um, uh, get. let's see if we, Scott can put it up on Red State uh, site. And let's see if we can promote uh, this film as well. And uh, thank you so much for the work that you and Karen do. And thank you. Uh, I can't, I don't have the words, Billy, to thank you for the sacrifice that your family has made. God bless you and God keep you. Bill, thank you. You're doing quite a fight yourself. And, uh, you know, Karen and I and uh, uh, tens and tens and thousands more appreciate the work you do every day, CL. God bless you. you. God bless. God bless you and keep you. I'll talk to you soon. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryan Show. That 
was Billy Vaughn, the father of fallen warfighter. Yeah, Aaron Vaughn. And uh, the Tangy River uh, Valley there was where he was lost to us, but he's not lost to our memory and the, the work and the legacy that will be left behind uh, in his mother and father. And you know, folks, this is one of the, the roughest things I do imagine uh, for a mom and dad is to lose uh, their son because, you see, uh, they're to leave the legacy to their son and their daughter. But their son's not here. So they're leaving. So he left them a legacy. And they are honoring it. He left them a legacy. And they are honoring it. And I do applaud them. I do salute them. In America, all of our war fighters, all of our war fighters, I do believe that um, they need to be honored. And respected. I'm CL. This is the CL Brian Show. I'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. that You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the app store for your particular CL, back with you on this great day. Yeah, it is. It still is. And I'll tell you something. i tell you something, friends. Um, the reason why I can still say and will still say and still believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's more it. I still believe that this is a great day in the USA. I still believe that because of two men that I have had on the show today. No, they're not radio folks. No, they're plain spoken men. And, uh, you know, and that type of thing. And, and, and let me tell you this. That spirit that you heard coming from Mike Clark and Billy Vaughn is the reason you too can take heart and you can also still believe and you can also have it in you, that spirit. You can have it in you. It must not go away. The trouble, though, the problem, though, that you and I have 
is this. This is the problem you and I have. It is our children that may not have it. And it is our children who are under assault from those who don't want them to get it. Are you hearing, are you hearing what I'm telling? Listen, you are being led to believe that there's no sense in believing in the American spirit. Patriotism is under assault in this country, even in your classrooms, in those places, in those government buildings that you send, if you send your child to public school in the government buildings that you send them to on a daily basis. Yeah, they're being told lies about their country. They're being told that they should not honor the flag of their country, even in athletic competition that pays them American dollars. Oh, yes, an endorsement. And of course, the Chinese do get their pound of American flesh, too. Through our athletes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's that's why that's why the athletes stand up stand against the the American flag. It's because they get Chinese endorsements for tennis shoes, for for sneakers. I listen. I really do like Nikes, but I ain't buying no more. Ha ha ha! Yeah, I'm gonna find me a really good American. I li- I mean, I like good sneaker too. I like a, like a good sneaker. I don't even wear my Nikes anymore. I don't even wear them anymore. So somebody need to come up with a great, good American brand. It'll probably cost five, six hundred dollars to get a pair because it's got to be made in America. And that's another thing that's happened. And that's another thing. When you want to think about it. American business is going to start fleeing again. It's going to have to. This idiot has raised the 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 the, 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 the taxes on business. Is wants to raise the taxes on business. They came back because they could do business. Now they're going to leave because they can't. And Joe Biden is not fit for office. He needs to resign. There has not been, no, Joe Biden has not been in office for three years. Even though he's been in Washington for 50, been been around Washington for over 45. But Joe Biden has not been in the Oval Office for three years. No, he hasn't been there two years. In fact, Joe Biden has not been in the Oval Office for a year. Joe Biden has been in the Oval Office eight months, and he, he has managed to mess everything totally up. Totally up. Who? Joe Biden. Or is it 
Or is it? Joe definitely can do it. He's never been right about anything in his life when it comes to foreign policy or even domestic policy. He hasn't been on right on, he has not been on the right side of any of those issues. He has not. And he, it sounds like something he would do, but I just don't believe he's doing it. I don't think he's capable of doing it. Do you? I don't. I mean, you know, I, I don't. I just don't, don't think he's capable of doing it. The reason I believe our nation will overcome this and the reason I'm telling you that we are still a great nation. We're still the greatest nation on the face of the planet and it's because of two men. You you can use them as, as catalysts for you believing again that I had on the show earlier today. And they came in the form of Mike Clark and in uh, the form of Billy Vaughn, father of fallen warfighter, Mike Vaughn, Mike Clark, Afghanistan warfighter and soldier. Yeah. They both were exasperated, appalled even, over what's going on in Afghanistan. Clark shared with us the horror, the horror that must be going on in the hearts of those trying to survive. He told us about a young man whose door was being banged on. And he uh, did not answer that door. Terrified, not knowing what to do, he reached out, Mike Clark. They know that he has been sympathizing with the Americans. What if he'd answered the door? What if he'd answered the door? Where is he now? Where are thousands and thousands now? What's happening to thousands of young girls now? And why is this happening now? You know why. You know why. It's because you, we, me, we are putting up with the idiocy of this incompetent, not fit for office, Joe Biden. He should resign. He should resign and take his Kamala with him. Because she's not fit either. 
he should resign. The uh, enactment of the 25th Amendment should be initiated. Of course, that does put, if Kamala goes with Joe, that puts Nancy at the helm. But you know what? Tell you the truth, I think Nancy could be useful at this point in time at the helm. Yeah. I'll explain to you why in just a little bit. Nancy's still old school. And even though um, she and Joe may be running neck and neck as far as mental capacity is concerned, of course, Nancy's older than Joe. Yeah, Nancy's 82, 83. Yeah, she's 82 or 83. But she does seem to be a little bit sharper of tongue and quicker of wit than Joe. So if Joe and Kamala left on the same train, and they need to, I'm starting that push. I would put Nancy right there at the helm. But friends, I, I, I just, I could be wrong. Or I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Certainly I could be wrong. But I just believe that we'd have a better shot at sanity with Nancy and of course you would see an a mature woman's dreams come true can you imagine if Nancy Pelosi became president of the United States no to tell you the truth well is it too late to take that back oh you talk about a queen she would reign as queen. So on the Democrat side, all three people who, all two people other than Joe Biden who are, are, are in line to be, to be to, for the presidency, guess what? There's no, there's, there's no good or bad. You, you basically get the same with, with either one of them, Right? Sure seems that way. Sure does seem that way, don't it? <laughs> We're still a great nation, though, because of the spirit that, that, is, that is in true Americans. You hear Arnold Schwarzenegger say the words like, uh, to hell with your freedoms. No American talks like that. I was talking to a friend the other day, and and I said they 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 don't they must not remember the Alamo. To hell with our freedoms. They must not remember Iwo Jima. They must not remember the beaches of Normandy. Schwarzenegger, what are you talking about? To hell with our freedoms. Protect people's lives. Are you crazy? These men gave their lives. So you could say something stupid like that. To hell with their to hell with our freedoms. No American talks like that. I can I can assure you of one thing. Any person talking like that is un-American. 
They don't have the best interest of our nation at heart. That I can assure you. Now, we're headed now into, um, I don't know, a a time of, (laughs) listen, it's too late for all the the introspective reflection and all that kind of thing. It's time for us to react to a uh, poisoning of our, you are being blood poisoned. And you're, 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 you are standing still while they do it. Got to wake up. You need to wake up. You better wake up. Tell you what. While men slept, Scripture tells us, the enemy crept in and planted these tares among the good wheat. But they look a lot alike, and it's easy to chop down the good while getting the bad. That's what has happened. The enemy has crept in. I'll be back after this brief word. Don't you go anywhere. I'm CL. But I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the app store. Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven CL back with you on uh, this uh, home stretch, home stretch of the CL Bryant show. I am CL Bryant, and uh, today we've had on Mike Clark, uh, Afghan warrior and soldier, uh, retired, and we have had on um, Billy Vaughn, uh, father of fallen warfighter. Navy SEAL, Aaron Vaughn. They embodied, they embody the the spirit uh, of America. And they give you a glimpse of what all of us have in us. But somehow we're, we're losing it. And, and I really like uh, what Billy had to say about how it is that many times we don't understand that it's okay to defend your nation. God gives us over and over images of it. Oh, David was a violent man. He was a violent man. 
But God said that he was a man after his own heart. Isn't that amazing? You must do what, in the capacity, what you're called to do. And there are some of us who are natural fighters, natural warriors, just natural. That's what you you were born and that's what you are. You know, one regret I have that I didn't uh, examine that natural part of my life, of who I, I like I, I to be. I took, I went into the ring, you know, I'm in great shape now, I'm in pretty good shape now. Um, I need to get back in the gym, but naturally I like, I like to war. My daughter says because I'm, I'm an Aries, uh, but, you know, I just like to war. <laughs> but... Uh, just about everything. I'm not not saying in a in a bad way, but I, I don't mind confrontation at all. I don't mind it. It's just my spirit. And there are those of us who have that natural spirit. They're war fighters. That's what they do. And God honors them. In Scripture, He honors one of the greatest war fighters that we've seen. But one that's overlooked is Moses. Moses was a war fighter. Yeah. Look at all those. Look, there, there was there was things that had to be had to be taken and conquered, but God ordains certain things, and many times we don't understand why, and it's not given to us to know the reasons why. Ours is to live our lives the best way we can, shedding a light, glorifying, letting whatever light we have. What natural talent or gift or whatever it is that we have, let that naturally be. Yours may be uh, helps. Uh, there's some people who are naturally just helpful and giving. Yeah. We're not talking about people who go and write uh, who, who are Albert Einstein's and everything, that type of thing. Or, but even if you, whatever it is. Whatever it is, do it for the glory and honor of God. Many people's names will never be heard, but great will be their reward in heaven. And so, hey, friends, uh, all of us represent a body of some type. You may not even be in the body of Christ, but you represent a part of the body of America and there is no denying it. You, you, may not, you may not admit it, but there is no denying it. America is a Judeo-Christian nation. Yeah, it is. It was founded as such. Yes, it was. Oh, yay. You can deny that and all you want. The fact of the matter is, that's a fact. That's the truth. fact of the matter is, that's the truth. So, war and men sent from a Christian country to defend our right to sleep peacefully and our, 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 our privilege. Nobody has a right to sleep uh, peacefully in their beds at night. They have a privilege of doing it. And the privilege comes from the way we handle our business. That's the only way privileges come. If you, if you are uh, doing okay, or if you're whatever it is, 
you've been privileged, and obviously you handle something okay. You know, because you now have, but you, the privilege will go away if you start messing up. America, you're messing up. That's what I'm, I'm here to tell you. You're messing up. We're messing up by tolerating this regime that's in Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, there is a, ne- a need to rise up, stand up, push back. We're messing up. So, question is, what are you prepared to do about it? What are you prepared to do about it? Every American has to answer how they're going to let their light shine. You have to answer that question. Uh, back burner, and I guess the only good thing that has come out of this, the only good thing that has come out of this, that somehow you have not heard a lot from the critical race theorists and all of that because of the overshadowment of the atrocity that has gone on in Afghanistan, of which, for which, Joe Biden should resign. He should resign sick of him <laughs> oh i i wish it were funny i would i guess we have to sort of chuckle but that's another thing that's happening you're not hearing the comedians take on you know what comedians have all of the material in the world to go after Joe Biden, it could be hilarious, but it does show you which side their bread is buttered, doesn't it? I guess it does. Well, I want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I speak to you again, I'm CL, and may God bless and keep you all. I'm just a pilgrim on this road.